0: Welcome to a special edition of the Critical Transit Podcast. My name is Jeremy Mendelson and I am coming to you live from a tent in uh, Thomas Point Park uh, and Beach in Brunswick, Maine. It is about 10.30 p.m. right now, and uh, I arrived here uh, just about an hour ago. And this is going to be the first stop on my two- to three-week tour of uh, Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. And a number of people have been asking for updates, and I thought, what better way to share updates than uh, in the form of a podcast? Because people have also been asking me, when are you going to do another Critical Transit podcast? Now, I've been doing the Transit Matters podcast, but that's, that's a little different, a little more serious, a little more focused on Boston. And uh, so I I have left Boston, so we're not going to be talking about Boston in this show. But I got here um, about 9.30. I got into Brunswick. At took the bus to Brunswick. Um, I had a little bit of a crazy couple of days just packing up the apartment and getting everything out. And I left later than I intended to. And so because of that, I, I wound up uh, skipping Portland which was a very difficult decision. Now, I've been to Portland before. Uh, Portland, Maine, it's a beautiful, n- nice place, you know, right on the water. Um, really pretty, nice, nice uh, small city to start in. Uh, and I was gonna take the ferry across to some of the Casco Bay Islands and do a little island hopping because it turns out you can take a series of ferries uh, northeast and then eventually reconnect with the mainland Um, about 10 or 15 miles north of Portland. And so that's what I was going to do. But uh, due to a combination of uh, those ferries being very expensive, uh, I left later than I planned because of uh, things related to moving out. And also uh, I had some bike trouble. Uh, Somebody had lent me very generously a uh, front rack. And all along I've been planning to take four bags because I figure when I go across New Hampshire, I'm going to want extra food and water. Um, so that was my plan, but uh, I tried a couple different front racks culminating in one last night that, uh, it just didn't work. By the way, today is Tuesday, August 23rd, in case you're you're wondering. Um, and so last night I finally tried to put on this this last rack, and uh, it just didn't work. And I, I had a little bit of a minor meltdown because I had everything packed, and I had all my stuff in storage. Um, and all I had in my apartment was, uh, you know, like, um... Aside from like a few food items that I was finishing, uh, all I had was the stuff that I was bringing with me—four uh, panniers worth—and actually, actually, it was about three panniers worth, and I was, you know, was, had plenty of extra space, which was good. Um, but then, as it turned out, I couldn't get the the rack on, and I had a little—I kind of lost it last night, and so I, uh, I just said, you know what? As I'm going to sleep, and I'll deal with this in the morning. Uh, and so in the morning. I was gonna leave really early try to get an early bus to Portland but um because of that whole mess, I wound up being up late and then i so I went to bikes and not bombs in the morning and thanks to Chelsea over there uh we got the uh you know my bike was inspected professionally and uh i and and we you know she told me that very nicely that the rack just wasn't gonna work um that this bike is missing these the uh, front brazons. I don't know I guess some forks have um Mounting brazons that you so that you can put a front rack on, and uh, my bike is uh it's not made for that kind of touring, so uh, yeah. So I just so she said, you know what? Uh, why don't you just pare down and just take two bags? Why do you need four bags for it? And I said, ah, yeah, that's that's that's. I guess I'll just do two bags. So I uh, pared down and then I made a whole another box. I sent a panniers worth of stuff to uh, my friend who's storing my stuff. And, uh, get that out of the way. And then I was on the, I packed up the bike like I have before many times. And, uh, and I was on the way, I sent a couple of things ahead that I will retrieve later, uh, using general delivery through the post office, which is, uh, if you don't know about that, it's, um, you can address something to, uh, yourself or, or anybody really, um, just instead of a street address, you just put general delivery and then the you know, the city state, and zip code. Um and then I think it's dash nine 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 nine. And um and then yeah, you just need an ID and you can go pick it up, uh which is pretty cool. So I'm gonna do that in uh, Bar Harbor. Um the bus was very easy in case you're wondering about that. It was um I I showed up and I asked uh, it was in the afternoon and I asked um, I bought a ticket and then I asked the driver, I said, is, you know, is, it looked like there's going to be enough room for my bike. And he said, yeah, there's plenty of room under there. So we, we threw the bike in and all my bags and nobody even asked questions that so I had like five, four different items. Um, so that was great. Um, and I got here, I got into Brunswick because there was a heavy traffic coming out of Boston and, you know, it was rush hour, um, the beginning of the rush, ever expanding rush hour. And so, uh, yeah, we, we got to Brunswick just after dark. It was about 8.30. So I just rode around Brunswick for like 20 minutes and uh, I was looking up campsites in the evening. My original plan was that I was going to try to uh, stealth camp somewhere in Brunswick. Uh, But being that this is my first time, it would be my first time stealth camping, I thought that, you know, maybe better to, if I'm going to get here after dark, maybe better to see if I can find a campground. And then, um, I called the Thomas Park Campground, which came up, or th- Thomas Point, and uh, it's a private campground. Was like I called, and, and I get a recording that said uh, we have sites for eight dollars for bicycles. So I said, "Well, hell yes, I'm going over there." So uh, you know, it really annoys me. One of the reasons I want a stealth camp is it really annoys me that so many of these campgrounds charge you know thirty or forty dollars, sometimes even more. They charge the same thing, whether you have an RV or a little tent and a bicycle. And I, I just think that's ridiculous. You know, you don't put any wear and tear there, you're not making any noise. You know, it's just one person as opposed to like a whole family that can occupy a site, you know, that they charge the same thing. So, I'm really happy that here they charge $8, or at least that's what it said on the phone, because when I got here, there was, there was nobody in the booth, so I was gonna just go and, uh, and find a space and then, you know, worry about paying in the morning, and then, uh, one of the staff, the uh, caretakers approached me and, and said exactly that. So, so that's what I did. Tomorrow I'm going to be going down to, by the way, it's going to be totally unedited, um, because if I try to edit this, it's just never going to get up. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to try to see how far up the, the coast I can get. Um, I may try to hop the bus to Belfast if I, don't, if I don't make it that far, you know, that close to Belfast. Um, just so that I can try to save time. I'm running a little behind uh, the original plan because I originally was trying to leave uh, last Friday or Saturday um, so that I could get out and and, uh, get on the way. Um, So, yeah, what I'm really excited about is making it up to Bar Harbor and Acadia National Park. And I realized that one of the reasons that I had three panniers worth of stuff is is not that I was really, you know, that I, I really needed that. It was that... I was just carrying tons of food um, because I was moving out of my apartment, and so I had a, you know a pretty large container of oats and a container I had some grits, so I brought those, and uh, you know I brought some other stuff. I had some Larabars and and uh, some other things in there. So I uh, yeah, so I didn't I I, I kind of. I put away a lot of some of the food, I, uh, I did not take, some of the things I did not take were my, uh, thermal blanket that I have, it's like one of these emergency blankets that, uh, is good for camping, although I've never actually used it in camping, I've brought it with me several times, never needed it, um, and it was a little chilly on the ride over here today, wearing a t-shirt and shorts, um, at night, but, you know, it's, right now I'm in the, I'm in the tent, and, uh, and it's totally fine, so, uh. You know, hopefully I won't need that blanket on the way. Um, also, I had a sweatshirt that I was going to bring with me, and so I left that. Um, and there were a number of other things that I left. I left a day pack. I had, I had a day pack that I was going to bring, uh, like a small one that goes around your waist, just so that I can, uh, you know, if I want to go for a hike or something in, in Acadia, I could do that. But... But I'm gonna, you know, I'm traveling basically the same as I, same way I always have. I have my little stove and, uh, and a pot, and uh, I posted on Facebook, and I'll see if I can get that uh, with this post, maybe um, a picture of my of the final setup, of my bike, and also the uh, stuff laid out on my bed before I packed it. Whether well, that's a little misleading because that was before I had a downsize. I really enjoy camping, and it's an opportunity to uh, get out and and uh, just just being it it feel like you're being in nature, but you're, you know you're not really. Um, I'm still I still sleep with the tent because I, uh, I hate mosquitoes so much, and uh, I need to get over my fear of mosquitoes one day. Um, that will really help me because then I could sleep under the stars, and uh, you know, and it would be. And it'd be nice, you know, especially when it's warm outside, and you know, you just wanna you just wanna feel the breeze. Uh, that's uh, that would be nice.
1: What followed here were some thoughts on where I was going to go after I went up the coast of Maine, but uh, that all changed later. So I eventually went in and deleted that piece, and uh, I had to split up the tour in two, and um, you will hear more about that later. Um, But I just wanted you to know that this is the end of the first episode. And most of them, I think, will be shorter than this. Um, As I said, pretty much unedited just so I can get it up and going. So, uh, as always, criticaltransit.com is where you can find out more. And contact me, feedback at criticaltransit.com, or uh, Twitter, criticaltransit. I don't really go on Twitter these days. Don't do that. Um, And you can reach me that way.
0: One other thing I wanted to add is that I got here fairly late and i got into i got off the bus in Brunswick around eight thirty and it was basically dark um, but you know Brunswick is a big town, so there was you know plenty of lights and stuff and i the bus terminal happened to be uh, right next door to a supermarket so I uh, went in there and bought a couple of bananas and some cliff bars just to, to have some extra food just in case and uh you know it it so I, I did ride around the town for about 5 or 10 minutes and then i proceeded to go to this uh, thomas point campground um and uh it's actually not so bad riding at night you know i was a little worried and uh you know everyone's always saying oh you shouldn't ride at night and it's just you know and, and my thing is i like to get i like to get my camp set up before in the tent set up and everything, so I can be in the tent before it gets... Or, or right around when it's getting dark, so that I don't have to get bitten by mosquitoes and, you know, bothered by all the other insects and, and all that. And I... when I'm camping, I like to go to sleep fairly early because I'm going to wake up with the birds. So it's just... Yeah, you know, it just makes sense to me to get there early anyway. But I know that I can set up a tent in the dark and so therefore if I have to stealth camp and want to do it in a place where I'm not going to be, you know, if I want to wait till dark so I'm not as visible, I know that I can do that. It is about 8:30 on Wednesday morning at uh, the Thomas Point Campground, the same place I was the last time I spoke to, you. although now it is daylight, and so I get to see this place for the first time in the daylight. It was a nice beach over here that I'm going to go check out in a little bit, and uh, I'm going to get going early because, unfortunately, um, I tried to, I, I got up, it was a little chilly last night, and uh, I, you know, I missed the, uh, I was fine in the sleeping bag and the tent and everything was great, and now, uh, you know, I could use that sweatshirt, but uh Oh, well. I'm glad I had a downsize so I don't have to carry it. And it's warming up. Um, According to the internet, it is 57 degrees in Bath, Maine. But uh, it's definitely a good bit cooler out here. Um, But it's supposed to be 72 at 9 a.m. So um, we will wait. unfortunately, I I was very excited to go uh, make some oatmeal. And uh, unfortunately, there's something wrong with my... Uh, The little gas canister that sits under the stove, um, it is just not releasing any gas. So, uh, even though there is plenty of gas in it. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be having some oatmeal. And uh, I had the last Cliff Bar, and uh, everything I have right now needs to be cooked. So, uh, that's why I'm going to get a fairly early start, uh, which is probably good, because hanging out on the beach is tempting, and then it would set me back a good bit of time. So, I will... uh, I will get going, head head on into Bath, and see if I can get some food, and uh, hopefully there will be a uh, camping or sporting goods store where I can uh, get a replacement canister. We'll see you on the road or on the internet. So I I am looking forward to tonight. Uh, I got a tip from Brian who works at Common Wheels. Uh, shout out to uh, Brian, who's our, our Common Wheels mechanic. I, I used to be on the board of Common Wheels. To, DIY Austin Bike Collective. Um, we teach you how to fix your bike and do other fun programs. So I know Brian. Brian is a, a, a one of our two staff mechanics and, and coordinators, and he is biking for uh, right now. He's on his way south from started in Bar Harbor last week, and he's on his way down to Boston. And um, I, I tried to contact him today, and I haven't heard back. Um, and I assume he 's probably somewhere in the vicinity of Brunswick, um, so I probably missed him going south um, but maybe he 's who knows maybe he 's close to, even to portland i don 't know how many miles he 's doing, uh, but he gave me a tip that he he slept uh, he found a, a guy named Alex in Belfast. I think he found him through warm showers, which is a um, it 's kind of like a couch surfing for bike tourists and um so he gave me a tip uh, and sent me a phone number for alex who lets cyclists sleep on his lawn in belfast so and i looked it up and it appears to be right in the center of belfast So i gave him a call and uh and he said yeah come on you know it's be great so uh, i'm looking forward to that pitching my tent on the grass and so far i haven't done any uh, stealth camping but i guess i'm working my way up to it i'm sure i'll be doing plenty of that when i'm going across maine and new hampshire um, that's it for now and i will talk to you soon Hello, so I am in the tent in uh, Alex's yard in Belfast, Maine. Thank you, Alex. I have not seen Alex yet, but uh, he said he might not be home. So um, it is It is now well after dark, so if he uh, does show up, uh, it'll probably be in the morning. Um, but that's cool. i have uh, finding that the bottom of my pannier is actually fairly comfortable as a backrest when the pannier is laid face down. Um and I'm sitting on the sleeping mat. So, yeah, so this is, uh, I'm learning about uh, bike camping. Uh, Because I haven't done it, I've still only done it less than a dozen times. So uh, I'm getting, uh, I'm working up. Last night I slept in a campground um, and tonight I'm sleeping on somebody's lawn, pre-established. And uh, maybe tomorrow I'll be stealth camping. Uh, We shall see, depends on on the ride. uh, both days I set up camp in the dark uh, yesterday completely dark and uh, it was it was interesting to wake up and see the place for the first time in the morning and then uh, today it was it was dusk you know it was still a little light out didn't need my my headlight to uh, to set up the tent but it was pretty close another 20 minutes and I would have needed the headlight um, very tough ride today a lot of ups and downs uh, as I think I said earlier when I was at, um, what was it called, Lincolnville Beach, Uh, I had to make another difficult decision because I was, I got a late start, and I was taking my sweet ass time in, what was it, in Bath? Yeah, in Bath. Um, So I decided to take the bus up, uh, and of course I I regretted it as soon as the bus started going over the bridge, and then I saw the when it got to Woolwich, beautifully newly paved road uh, with a huge shoulder, and I for the next several miles, probably five miles, it was like that, and I was I was pissed because if I if I only had just ridden you know gotten Max together a little earlier and just ridden to Wiscasset, the next town up, could have gotten the bus there and enjoyed that uh, that beautifully paved road, but of course, about halfway to Wiscasset, the, uh, road, the road became uh, no longer newly paved, and uh, the shoulder appeared to be in not wonderful condition, um, so in the end, I'm glad I did that, because, uh, first of all, there's no way I would have made it to Belfast tonight without that, that bus go ahead. Um, I did probably about 30 miles today. It was about 20 miles from Camden to uh, here in Belfast, and before that, you know, riding out from Brunswick to Bath and around Bath, and then I did ride over the bridge and back, um, you know, to see that. But it it, from yeah, from Camden to Belfast, very and it was a lot of ups and downs. I just looked it up uh, and it looks like you know I looked up a similar route from Belfast to Camden, and it appears I went up about uh I, I climbed about over a thousand feet. Uh, but also descended about the same amount. So there's there's basically no elevation change. <laughs> so, so I did a lot of work uh, for for not much. Um, did get a couple of nice views coming into Belfast, number one, uh, really nice view. Um, I tried to take a, a side road called Shore Road running along the, well, shore. Uh, to to the town of Bayside uh, after I got close. I guess that's the the first town, I mean, excuse me, the last town before Belfast. But uh, the road, there was a sign that said road closed 1,000 feet, and all I could see was a big downhill and a curve, and it was newly paved, and it was very tempting. But by that point, that was probably 7 o'clock, close to 7 o'clock, and I was beat. I, from all the climbing and I just, I haven't been doing long distance bike riding lately. So I just, I haven't been in shape and um, I'm still a little tired from, you know, moving out and all that other stuff. So yeah, so I'm glad I took that bus um, because yeah, for one thing, there's no way I would have made it. And now uh, tomorrow I'm gonna have a similarly tough ride, actually probably even tougher going into Ellsworth which is about 30 miles from here, and it's the next town along the coast, next big town along the coast, and uh, it has, so, so it, and is the last big town before Bar Harbor. So after Ellsworth, it's a good 10, 20 mile climb into Bar Harbor, the town, but the campground I'm going to stay at is a little closer to the mainland. So I'm going to see if I can get over to that campground tomorrow. It's a KOA campground, and they, from what I'm told, they charge $10 for cyclists. So, hoping to stay there at least two nights, maybe a third, depending on the timing, we'll see, Uh, and and how much I like Bar Harbor. But uh, yeah, we'll see what the ride is like tomorrow. If if I'm this beat, uh, then maybe, you know, maybe I'll just get into Ellsworth and try to stealth camp there. So, um, we shall see. In any event, I'm violating uh, rule number one of tent camping, which is uh, don't bring food into the tent. Because I, the directions were that when I got to Hannafords, when I saw the Hannafords, which is the supermarket, um, you know, take a right and it was really close to there. And so it was just dusk when I got when I saw the Hannafords, and I was starving. I was bonking. I just I didn't have much left, and I, you know I struggled to make it up some of those hills, some of those big climbs. And uh, so I went right into Hannaford, and I went right over for some bananas and some uh, crackers and hummus, and I got here some fig bars, which I actually haven't opened yet. Um, got myself a can of soup uh, because it's dark and I'm camping in somebody's lawn, and they—I didn't know if they, if he was going to be home. I—I uh, I didn't uh, plan on. I didn't get to cook, uh, turn on the camp stove. So, uh, but I did get the replacement canister earlier, so kind of uh, I was excited, but. Uh, tomorrow morning, um, if I can't do it here, I will go uh, to City Park or something and and uh, go make myself some oatmeal. So that'll be very, very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll be in Bar Harbor, at the campground at least, uh, tomorrow, Thursday night. But if not, then I will get there on Friday. So I was thinking about the camping and how it's it sort of helped that I had a place to stay that I knew, you know, I had had called Alex and I had prearranged a place to stay, but on the other hand, it it sort of hurt, too, because I, you know, psychologically was was committed to going there. I I told him when I called him that I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to Belfast today, so that was before I decided to take the bus, and so I... And so I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I was guaranteed to be there, and I was just, you know, setting up a tent in his backyard, so he, I don't think he would have minded if I, you know, if I didn't show up, I probably would have given him a call just so he wasn't looking for me. Um, but yeah, I, as I was going along, and I uh, actually passed the campground, but I also was, was looking at sites, you know, and thinking, oh, this, you know, this would be a good place to camp. But, uh, you know, I got to make it to Belfast, so I was, I was also determined to make it to Belfast uh, regardless of the fact that I was camping in Alex's backyard. It was also that I had kind of set that as a goal for my for me so that I'm well-positioned to make it to Ellsworth. Um, I, you know, assuming no mechanical failures or any major incidents, I, I will be in, I will make it to Ellsworth tomorrow. And... Hopefully a little further, and hopefully I can camp a little bit beyond Ellsworth, or, you know, on in the, in the far outskirts of, of uh, you know, past Ellsworth, um, or past the center, or whatever, you know, hopefully I can find a place there. Um, so I don't know if you can hear that. That's the little bit of noise that I have tonight. Um, so far there has been a car maybe less than, well, definitely less than once a minute. So that's that's good. I mean, it'll die down and I will fall asleep, which I'm about to do. So I'm going to say night. It is very interesting to be able to look up at the stars. Uh, I can't see the moon. Um, but I, as far as I know, the moon uh, exists every day. Uh, so I think it's just behind one of the houses here. Um... But yeah, this is a nice experience, camping under the stars, as you will. Except I think that means that without a tent, and uh, and I do have a tent. Uh, I'm just afraid of mosquitoes, so I sleep with a tent. And oh, and the other rule about tent camping for me is that uh, nobody else is allowed inside my tent. It's my personal space. I have a uh, what's considered a two-person tent. Um, it's actually pretty spacious, um, and you could certainly get a second person in here uh... which i have been known to do in emergencies if your tent is ripped or you have it soaking wet or you have some problem then i will open my tent to you but otherwise bring your own damn tent
1: hope you enjoyed part one and you can check out part two for the rest of my trip onwards to bar harbor uh... no more buses uh, a lot more hills uh... some sections with Uh, No traffic, Uh, really, really horrible roads, Uh, some good roads too, terrifying bridge and ferries and more.